Blog Talk Radio. you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday. It's April 15th. It's 2020. Uh, it's it's a it's a lot. It should be tax day, but but it's not. It's for a lot of people stim, stimulation day. Uh, <laughs> it's um a lot going on in the world and by proxy, a lot going on today, especially in pro wrestling. Um, boy, oh boy, <clears throat> what a what a morning and afternoon. We'll we'll get to uh, we'll get to all the all the top stories and and more coming up after this. Uh, Cameron Hawkins, w- w- welcome to the show. Uh, like you, you said on Twitter, like, uh, here we go. We're gonna try to you know. Struggle through another conversation about you know not being able to watch wrestling the way we have watched wrestling for a hundred years or you know whatever, and um, boom we get a we get a I don't know a Black Wednesday kind of kind of deal with WWE releasing a whole bunch of folks after yeah. the did the story break of the conference call or the five minute whatever this morning or last night. I, it's been that was earlier today, and then okay, so like, like an hour or two before it happened. And I, yeah, yeah, okay. So they didn't even wait. Like okay, then in the morning we'll do it. No, they they mm. said it. And they said it, and uh, yeah, um, a lot of people got released today. Uh, yeah, a lot of folks that. Um, I mean, on both sides of the aisle, like folks that you thought, oh, okay, I, I could see them being released in any if, if things were normal. But then you have some folks that uh, not so much that that were a bit of a surprise. Uh, Rusev, Gallows, and Anderson, <clears throat> just um, to name three. Yeah, and, and probably, and I know we'll get into it, but they they released. <clears throat> excuse me, for anybody wondering. If you're listening at the beginning, you're wondering if I'm sick. I'm not. I just went outside and ran, like in the half hour between the end of work of the show. So I'll get back to my normal self, but I'm perfectly fine. Um, they released nine producers, which is unheard of. In a That's job. right. Yeah. Which is like, isn't that all the producers? Like, <laughs> I, I mean, I know they have a – well, okay. But, yeah. Shay, uh, you know Shane Helms, you know Hurricane. Uh, did did, yeah. did Jamie Noble? Hey, I, I didn't see his name, so I guess he's still there. No, he's still here. there, but yeah, Kidman, IRS, Finley, Pat Buck, Davari, Scott Armstrong, Sarah Stock, Lance Storm, who just closed his school to be a producer, like a lot. That was the one that was kind of, you know, gross. Like, what? What? Like, that's a little much. Like, none of these are have to. I don't care what what kind of number. Well, we, you know, we crunch the numbers and and our and our overhead is this and the projection for twenty 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 one's first quarter. No, I don't want to hear any of that. Like, these are human beings and some like. Human decency should be considered, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a little much, and that's again for that specific. That's not something you just do. That's something you talk to management about. How am I going to do this? They know you have this school. They're working with you to 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 fulfill your 
contractual stuff, your building, your, you know, your, your students, getting them settled. But, you know, that's fucked up. I was like, man, that's, uh, that has to hurt. Yeah. It all hurts. You know, getting fired isn't, isn't fun, but God damn, that was, seems, seemed unnecessary and, that's just one casualty in, in this whole, uh, the last, you know, six, eight hours. Um, yeah, uh, EC3, again, he's not a, a shocking, somebody that's shocking. <clears throat> Zach Ryder, who at this point was like, oh, I guess he'll just be, a, it's not a lifer, but he'll maybe be on that Funaki uh, kind of <laughs> deal, but... Yeah, no, maybe not. And it's not over. I don't, you know. Sure. Uh, it, maybe certain folks will end up back there, especially like producers and, and things like that. Um, yeah. But, but boy, oh boy, that doesn't. That moves specifically with Lance Thorne. That's all. It just how do you how does your talent see you going forward? I guess they're like, well, what have we done worse shit than that? You know, fuck them. Who's worse than wrestling fans as far as willing to take the abuse? Uh, wrestling talent? <laughs> They're the ones that, yeah. you know, love it and want to do it and put up with a lot of shit to do it. Um, okay, let me, um, <clears throat> before we uh, go too, too, too deep, uh, give out all the uh, pertinent contact info. Uh, there are two ways to have your voice heard on this show. Uh, the first way, you can simply call us. Get in queue, and we will talk to you live on air. Hit us up on the Constellation line at 347-202-0103. Once again, the Constellation line is 347-202-0103. The other way to have your voice heard is to drop us a voicemail. You get three unadulterated minutes to uh, flap your gums and ask your questions or rant and rave, whatever you got for us. Do it on the uh, voicemail line, and you can find us at 415-787-5229. Once again, the voicemail line is 415-787-5229. And you can always find us traditionally on the email tip. Mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. Uh, Hit us up at eastcoastaudioshow at gmail.com. East Coast audio show at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter. Find the show at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. You can find my personal Twitter at Trav Lord. You can find Cam at Seahawk. That's C-E-E-Hawk. On those accounts, some more than others, but just by a little bit. Uh, so just find by, us there. By a just a teeny bit. Yeah. The, that's a scotch. Uh, and the last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook. Facebook fan page can be found at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. Uh, out of the blue, like a supernova. I don't know if I just hadn't been getting the uh, notifications, and I don't think that's the case. I just think, you know, you boy them peaked. <laughs> nah, I don't know. Facebook. Who does Facebook these days? I have to understand that, but we did uh, did have a light, and uh, William Johnson, not not Black Dog Will Johnson, but the, the Will of Will. How do you say that? Will of Willowski. <laughs> I don't know if that's a real name or just a play off of your first name, William. So I'm not fucking. But thanks for the light. I appreciate it. Uh, share us on your timeline. Tag your wrestling buddies in it. Spread the word that way. Appreciate you. Uh, so, yeah, Cam, we already kind of hit the uh, the obvious headline for the week. Um, uh, more, and yeah, you expand on this uh, Black Wednesday, might as well just, it's probably what it's going to be called, given all of that. So let's just kind of, like, let's just kind of go through it. So, and this is, um, me paraphrasing CBS Sports. So uh, there was a a call on Wednesday with WWE employees. It was five minutes. 
I'm basically saying that they need to take some cost-cutting measures, excuse me, that will, um, you know, to kind of offset the effects of the pandemic. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me, short-term cost reductions and cash, and cash flow improvement is what they called it. So that was reducing executive and board member compensation. One moment, please. Okay. Um, decreasing yeah. operating expenses, uh, cutting talent expenses, third-party staffing and consulting, um, and deferring spend on the build-out of the headquarters for six months. So what did that come down to? They said it would save them. It would save them $4 million um, a month during the pandemic. I take that to mean three, four months. Um so we're talking about, you know, somewhere between 12 and 16 million. And um, one second, I'm really sorry, guys. Yeah. And that's, a, that's nothing to scoff at, even for a pseudo-billion-dollar company, saving yeah. potentially $16 million in three so months. they haven't specified, yeah, they haven't specified who was furloughed and who was um, just released, but the names. And so I'm actually just going to send this over to you because I am popping up a storm. Hold, hold on one moment. Okay. Yeah, I do not have the list. From this okay, moment. I'm so sorry, guys. Yeah. Um, Rusev, Anderson and Gallows, Drake Maverick, Eric Young, EC3, Leo Rush, Zach Ryan, Kurt Hawkins, T. Slater, Sarah Logan, Eric Rowan, Noe Jose, Primo and Epico, Mike and Maria Canales, Diana Parato, Alexander Jackson, uh, Aiden English, Mike Kyoto, Kurt Angle, Billy Kidman, Mike Rotunda, Fit Finley, Pat Buck, Sean Davari, Scott Armstrong, Sarah Stock, Shane Helms, and Lance Storm. That's a lot of people. It's a lot of individuals. Uh, but the fact that nine of those are not, you know, are you know, producers are is, uh, yeah, the producers part is the crazy part, really. That's that's yeah, and maybe and and I guess I guess again maybe there's a bit of the silver lining. There is one that well, that's a position that can easily be, you know, you could get that call in August, like, hey, everything's all good. That roadie's gone. Let's let's go. Let's get it popping. Uh, you know, meet you in, in the next town, and we'll hash it out. Um, so I, I, maybe that's something to, to hold on to. Like, okay, well, you know, five hours of content of hours of yeah content to, to fill every week, and they're going to have to put on matches and shit, and need people to put them together. And uh, you know, they're not mad at Shane Helms and Lance Storm and. Sarah Stock and all those folks. It's, uh, you know, so you have to assume a decent chunk of those folks will be back at some point soon, if not sooner. Uh, That's the only, you know, I'm I'm, I'm trying. uh, But the talent, like EC3 and uh, was Drake in, was Drake Maverick in that group? So let's talk about Drake Maverick for a second. Drake mm-hmm. Maverick put out a video um, of him, you know, right after his release. And, you know, he was finally getting back in ring. He was part of this interim cruiserweight title uh, tournament. And, uh, you know, he was, he was crying, like, rightfully so. And I think he even alluded to this probably being the end of his in-ring career. Um, his words, not mine. So, yeah, it was it was pretty heavy. But yeah, he was in the cuts, and you know, he just, you know, it's rough when like, you never want to quantify effort. But you talk about a guy who put his all into everything that he did. Um, you know, just a, a hard worker who tried to make everything he did work, and was you know getting a chance to wrestle again. And so you'll see him like through this cruiserweight tournament, and uh, yeah, it's uh, you know tears, man. It was rough. Oh, that stuff's been taped already? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
You still there, Trav? Hello? Yellow. Travis Bryant. Hmm. Trav, they're saying they can hear me and not hear you. So. Yellow. Again, they can hear me. They're saying they cannot hear you. Okay. So you guys can hear me, but Trav's apparently dropped off the line. But, of course, I don't control the switchboard, so I can't get anybody on. Um, If the show restarts, we'll get into it. But I guess while we're waiting on him, we can just talk a little bit about, I guess, what I think about the whole thing. I'm sure this is going to be kind of the crux of the show. Um, You know, it's hard when you see these conference calls and WWE talks about, you know, how much cash they have access to or how much cash is on hand. And I want to thank, uh, you know, Jake Barnett for hipping me a little bit to exactly what that meant. So when they said they had $500,000 or $500 million, it doesn't actually mean $500 million, right? It's um, and let me be really clear on this. The way that he kind of expressed it was, you know, they have like 90 million in cash on hand, and what makes up the rest of it, you know, are different streams of credit where they can borrow from, you know, this organization or that one. So, you know, when you look at these record numbers of of income, you know, over the last couple of years and. You get this huge new TV deal. You know, you're able to make these these films and these shows, and, you know, you have your own network. You know, at the end of the day, you know, if you're spending that much when you're bringing in that much, it's kind of a cause of stuff like this. Um, so, you know, while I still think it, you know, callous and unfeeling, and, and you look at who's released and you look at things like, how much money they spent on a boneyard match? Um, how much money probably went into making the uh, the Firefly Funhouse? You know, in spite of you know doing these empty arena WrestleMania shows, and that's still a lot that you're putting into you know these projects that I think your your pro your product would be fine without. You know, I, I don't know who was really tuning in to make sure that. Undertaker and AJ did something interesting. I think if you put, you know, everybody was at home anyway. So they're going to be watching it regardless. Um, I was actually just kind of explaining, you know, my thoughts on it and how the, the kind of the, the kicker for me is you look at how much they put into, like, those those two WrestleMania matches with all the smoke and mirrors and special effects, and then, you know, turn a week and a half later, and all of a sudden we don't have enough money to support everybody. And I was even referencing Trav. Oh, Say what Jake now? Barnett kind of. I was even referencing how Jake Barnett kind of hit me to, you know, what having five hundred million dollars really means. How that's you know they really had like ninety million in cash on hand and the rest was stuff that they can borrow. So, you know, when you're talking about maybe losing or needing to make up for ten, fifteen, twenty million, then it makes a bit more sense. Um, you know, I'm still very much of the position of. There are other things you can cut, um, you know, outside of people. But, you know, that's um, – it's not even well, hindsight they put, they, put, they put a hold on, you know, by uh, building their new headquarters or whatever they were doing. Great. So, you Fantastic. know, that's, that's a, <laughs> a sacrifice. They, they just are relegated to a, a different perfectly fine building. Yeah, Exactly. So yeah, it's um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm always going to be on the side of the employee, and so this is rough. Um, especially when you can't. I, I think I expressed it on Twitter. Like there are people who have been training to do this their whole life, like to be not only a wrestler but a WWE superstar. And you know, three months ago, two months ago, we were in this world where 
you wanted to see, and, and when I say you, Travis, I don't mean you and me, but the people who believe that, and, and you're not an idiot for believing this. Uh, it's just, I have to preface this by a lot of stuff. But the people who believe that AEW is the promised land, um, if you're from, you know, that, you know, idea of belief, that mindset, you wanted your favorite WWE wrestler to get released so that AEW could, could treat them right. Like, that's kind of what you wanted. But, like, right now, I don't know if anybody who's released outside of maybe a Rusev um, or an Anderson and Gallows who have ties elsewhere, I don't know um, if anybody's going to get signed immediately anywhere because nobody's running wrestling shows. Like, the job that you do cannot be done right now. So it's it's a lot. So what's Rusev's connection outside of WWE? Well, no, I mean, Anderson and Gallows have a connection. What I mean by Rusev is, you know, the world believes that he's, and, and I'm part of this world, I want to say, um, if not the, one of the most underutilized talents in wrestling in the last decade. You know, okay. so you can see an AEW wanting to scoop that guy up. I think you can see a New Japan even wanting to scoop that guy up, looking at his physicality, um, knowing Damn. his charisma. Like, yeah. Like, and that never crossed my mind. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like, you can look up 18 months later and, like, oh, yeah, one of the uh, – like, that's a whole – that he's a gaijin but not, like, American, and they could mm-hmm. – it's just, like, this whole, like – Who's that winning the G1? I wonder if he could stand, you know, if he'd be willing to stand up to that that style for for yeah. a little bit. That's a good question. That's interesting. Okay. He fuck around and get me to watch watch because uh, it just yeah. is way more compelling. Like I know what, uh, <clears throat> like a Moxley had me watching more. Yeah, uh, not not me personally, but I get, I could see that. But just like I, I, but it's a different kind of like I know what's what he's going to do over there. Not really, but somebody like AJ or Finn Balor, like oh, I get the appeal of why the world wants to see. But but Bruce said, man, that hmm, yeah, that just hmm, piqued me in a in a in a way, in an unexpected way. Um, yeah, you want to uh, you want to bring some other folks into this? All right. Let's uh let's do it. Three four seven two oh two oh one oh three. That is the uh call in number. Talk to us live, three four seven at two oh two oh one oh three. Let's uh head up to Newark, New Jersey and talk to our good pal Kylan. Uh Kylan, what's going on? What up? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? Yeah. To take things in a not necessarily lighter direction, but off of this subject, if you guys happen to see it, what did you think of the Nancy Argentino? Investigation episode yeah. <laughs> on side of the ring last night. Cam, please. Travis, did uh, you watch it? I did not, but, but I thing. saw you know everything. The re- yes. and that's why it was fun. Um, yeah. So, so the three of us, um, myself, Travis, Kylan, um, I think that we would be able to say. There was no new information presented. Um, it's exactly what Bruce and Wade have told us on multiple occasions, right? Um, probably, but that's the cool thing about it because, you know, I like to kind of live tweet stuff like this, and so I can joke around about it more because I know everything that's coming. Um, I think it's a real credit to to Bruce and Wade um, that they just had everything about this story outside of, like, they can't tell the story of the time that Jimmy Snooker uh, was choking Nancy Argentino's sister, and then when he stopped, he apologized and offered her some cocaine. Like, they can't tell that story because nobody knows that story. <laughs> but that happened. That was a thing. 
But no, I, I thought kind of um, when you look at a, a a documentary that matches up perfectly with somebody who was never consulted on the documentary, I think it's well done. You know, because because those are two totally separate um, entities doing that. Like you didn't see Bruce pop up on screen or get credited or anything. So, I mean, hey, that's that's I, I applaud that organization because it seems like either everybody's lying or these you know or these two lies are matching up perfectly. But yeah, I thought it was very well done because they kind of checked off all the boxes of, of what we've been told over the years. I thought it was really good. Ah, uh, yeah. I would would agree. (laughs) And so far, their ratings are pretty much comparable to what they did last year. So I'm pretty sure we can say even right now that they're on track for a season three. Yeah, as long as, is it, um, is Bruiser Brody next week? Bruiser Brody was last year. Yeah, that was like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. There's, there's something. Dino Bravo, you mean? That's, that's this season. Yeah. Yeah. Dino Bravo is next week. There we go. Which is a crazy story. Um, (laughs) Like the mob, like it is. Oh no, no, no. Like the, not even the the mob that we're. I mean, the mobs, the, the organized yeah. crimes, organized crimes, to varying degrees all over the world. But like the Montreal mob. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just like oh, yeah. I mean, gangsters is gangsters, but yeah, oh, they and, are. A, yeah, they are a boot that and, life. And to think, <laughs> and to think they they can they killed. And to think the Canadian mob killed Dilo Bravo for selling individualized cigarettes. Hey, you know, don't fuck I, up we, my money. We've too. seen that happen. <laughs> right. I mean, that's just a continuation of like the. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure that's uh, there's a cigarette racket happening right now. This is true. As long as cigarettes are cheaper down here than they are in New York and Philadelphia, there's always going to be somebody willing to, you know, hustle cigarettes. And to make it worthwhile, you have to do it in bulk. And to do it in bulk, you got to have organized, you know, all that. That's so. That's why it's a mob thing, typically. Not like a little thing. Yeah. In continuance of this subject, I I believe that the two the two executive producers of Dark Side of the Ring have recently told Conrad Thompson that they have quite a few more stories that they would like to tell for season three. Who who are some wrestlers that you would like to see profiled in future seasons of Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, more like, yeah, like what scandals would we want to see fleshed out? I mean, I'd like to see Rick Rude. Like, that wasn't so much a scandal per se, but that's just a fascinating story that came to an abrupt end. Um, so he's up there for me. Um, trying to think like American wrestlers, like, I mean, you can just do so much with the heart fan. Like there's, there's bulldog, you know, uh, it's just a matter of, will will they put themselves through that? Exactly. Exactly. But like, now that they've done every story. Oh, wait, they're doing the, aren't they doing the Owen Hart one? Owen Owen is like the season finale. Yeah, Owen okay. is the big one this season. Well, the other big one this season. Yeah, um, okay. Uh, gosh, I mean, what else? Um, you know, people stop dying, which is great, which is fantastic. Um, and not everybody, like, I, I, I do really think, like, I would rather they done 
Scott Hall that ESPN did that short on Scott Hall, which was good. But yeah, the one with um, this, that was the one we found out he killed somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's tough to retap that because yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, what? Well, Colin, you you tell us because because you, you're you're the expert here. Um, who are some what are some stories you'd want to see? Perhaps Ultimate Warrior maybe to further explain why he was the person that he was. For I'm, sure. I'm trying to think of a person that was either a real scumbag or <laughs> or someone we really don't know much about. Mula mean, uh, was season one, right? Yeah. Uh, who? Because that's why that's why they, they switched up the 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 Mula trophy yeah. and all that. That was season yeah. one. Um, I mean, China is is right there. You know, like that's. Wait, was Dark Side oh, of the Ring the reason yeah. the Mula thing seemed like that was like four years ago? Like four, three, four. I want to say that the ring was like last year, yeah. or like 2018. But that Moolah thing feels like a 2016 story. I think something that else was, happened. Think like so? us, I think it just because again, Trav, we the hard thing about it is like we've been hearing about this stuff. Um, oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? So it does absolutely. get conflated. I really think it was. But I think when they named it that, wrestling Twitter, that sec, that section of. Twi- you know, outrage Twitter. It was just like, oh, this, you know, kind of got rightfully yeah. maybe outraged. Yeah, you, you might be right. Just, I think it just kind right. of Colin, built that the season one. No. Or am I making that up? It, it was. It was okay. yeah. Maybe it's both. It could maybe be it both. was just 2018, and it feels like you know, 2018 feels like forever. Feels like it's like a decade ago. Moolah was the last episode of last season. Okay. Yeah, I think they just made an episode because it was an e- it was an obvious like, yeah, huh. and, like and people know about this now. Yeah, people, yeah. Yeah. Um, um Mil- Mildred Burke is another one they could try to do. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, but the, that was like the fifties. It would just be the the reason why the Benoit one and the New Jack and all this stuff is because we can talk contemporaries. And like, mm-hmm. who's Mildred Burke's contemporaries? They're all dead. That so, that's a good point. Yeah, and but, also it's I mean it's tough getting a 2020, 2020 wrestling audience, even a twenty twenty you know mainstream audience that Vice gets to. And the the only reason I I said Mildred Burke is because she. She has a similar evil or alleged evil kind of story with her that Moolah had where her husband was allegedly pimping all the female wrestlers that they trained and he beat them if they didn't do moves right or didn't give him... His cut of their training field. And I'll tell you this. Um, for me, Sonny and Chris Candida. Like, that's... Oh, fam. There you go. Yeah. Because... That's, like, if uh... You know, if you've never had a work wife, or if you've never, like, worked with a significant other, um, but, like, maybe all, like, in different departments, and, like, I... I Ooh, he is a tough guy, like seriously. Like the mental, oh, the mental strain on you dealing with a situation like that. Oh boy, I would because the interesting thing about that story to me is because what I really want to hear is his friends or coworkers explain what's going on in his head while you know his significant other. Is, is clearly existing outside of their relationship, very much in public with people he can't challenge. Like it's it's so interesting. 
Yeah, yeah. Now that you bring that to the fore, totally. I don't know. Um, yeah, I guess there's a. There's a I don't way. know how you tell the story though. Like for sure, like I rule. So what? Not even that. I mean, I'm thinking who, who's going to want to talk on record about people that are still, you know, like Shawn Michaels. People that are very much here and in positions of power and yeah, yeah. Right. Somebody's going to be like, yeah, that one time Triple H was the lookout. Like, that's going yeah. to come. That, that's a thing that probably, for sure, absolutely, definitely happened. <laughs> there ain't no fucking yeah. way. Triple H wasn't, like, you know, guarding the door while, you know, HBK was blowing Sonny back out. So For sure. Um, but that's what would make... That's what would make if they said season three, you know, <laughs> the mm-hmm. Chris Candido story. Like we'd be all like, "Yo!" Because uh, again, yeah, we all know the story. stories. It's just like, uh, yeah, it's just sitting back and watching that larger audience go. <laughs> it's like somebody right in your messy ass house. Oh, like, no.
for not appearing on the doc. For not what? For not appearing. For on not the appearing. <laughs> but that makes it seem like like a a a, a deal struck. And why would she want to be on? I mean, just be like, pay me. I don't want to be on TV. Dead ass, dead ass girls podcast tweeted last night. Like, I hope she turned off her uh, her mentions. Now I said, I said, yo, she turned her phone off at eight o'clock, and it's not coming back on until SmackDown. <laughs> She's like, yeah, they don't got nothing to do with me, dog. She can't do nothing. And she didn't. And it's not fair to to drag her in. But you know, I'm sorry. How things work, unfortunately, um, and like that's her dad. Like I can't. <laughs> why don't you? Why aren't you outraged, Tamina? Like, yeah, what am I do? Fuck, I am. But yeah, all he did was pour my Cheerios, Jack. Uh, and, and think about it. What is Tamina's? I think thirty-eight years old. So this happened when she was like six. Like no, like three, because she's or two, because. It happened in what eighty three? Yeah, like eighty three. I'm I'm yeah. thirty four, so I was three. She's thirty eight. Yeah, like yeah, she, yeah, but for sure, yeah, she's three years old. Like what? This was all over and done with. I never met this lady. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I have no recollection of any of yeah the time and mm-hmm. that yeah it's 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 not fair, but um, you know last names are last names. Know how you know how that works, fortunately or unfortunately. Um, I saw some uh, folks uh, hang, hanging out on, in queue. Um, I think one's Craig, so he knows the rules. But two one nine, if you wanted to get on air, just press one to put your hand up, and we'll uh, get you on. Um, but we had an email from Gibran. He chimes in <clears throat> from Vegas. Um, he says, uh, what up, fellas? Two questions for y'all this week. Uh, with the XFL now gone for good, yeah, how about that? Man? Talk about that. Uh, how likely do you think uh, this was one se- one season and done for? Vince McMahon the whole time before this outbreak happened. Wait, what? With the XFL gone for good, how likely do y'all think this was a one season and done for? Oh, like you knew. Vince McMahon the whole time before this outbreak happened. Um, I, I mean, there was so much money tied up in it. <laughs> successful. They had, for like three, yeah, they, they had already, before this happened, I think they had already secured an additional season, you know? And to be fair, like as skeptical as I was, the football got better. It like, was wor- And it was working on a level that was sustainable. Mm-hmm. At least for the four, like – that's the that's the story of this this XFL 2.0 was like oh man they actually had something this time had some competent infrastructure this time and outside yeah. factors you know just killed the whole thing yeah it's unfortunate man it was it was some there were some people starting to separate themselves like, like one of the quarterbacks um, actually got signed to an NFL team. Um, when everything broke down. Uh, so Lennon Cardell Jones was the other kid uh, that I, I'd never heard of, um, but he was, he was out there killing it. And, yeah, it got signed. So and it was, the football got better. It was starting to look like there were some guys who could separate and, like, make plays to make it dynamic. Um, yeah, it's a shame, man. Those guys, those guys worked hard and were, were putting on entertaining football. And, you know, it seems like they had that deal secured. So I don't think that the goal was for it to fold. But, you know, he put that money in and was able to file for bankruptcy so he didn't lose that bridge. Yeah, there was a was something that went out, headline, about uh, about um, insur- uh, an insurance payout, I guess. Like, I mean, I would have imagined if, you know, investors and stuff and who's getting back what. I, I, I didn't really know what I was reading, you know, but it was like this company or this branch gets, you know, half a million dollars because that's, you know, what they invested or a portion of what they invested and in what the deal is that they can recoup. It was just interesting, like, man, this thing is really – because some people were really hanging on, like, oh, no, 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 no. It'll, do, it'll just 
they'll just bring it back next year. And I was like, no, 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 no. Everybody's getting out of this. Everybody's bailing. Like, there is, like, that good infrastructure that I just said that they had in place. Like, oh, yeah, they're like, no. This, yeah. I mean, look what WWE, a well-established, well-entrenched company is doing, uh, did today, uh, this morning and this afternoon. You think some fledgling upstart is, is you know, investors and stuff are gonna are gonna stick with that? Like, nope. The only thing you're doing now is sure, sure bets. XFL is anything but. Uh, and he's question. making cuts. Um, oh. So you saw MJ Jenkins got released. Uh, Josiah Williams um, is announcing he's available for stuff. So that's that's coming through. Hold up, hold up. You said in the group chat this this morning, I think you said it, that Bugenhagen is gone, like he been gone. Yeah, Bu- yeah, Bugenhagen had been gone for a couple of months. Bugenhagen's gone? Damn, I like that kid, man. He, I saw him one time, and I was like, man, I want to see that guy again. Or tw- maybe twice. Mm-hmm. All right. Second question from Jabron. Uh, is it... Is it far to say that the bankruptcy of the XFL is why we haven't gotten – is why we've gotten the huge cut of the wrestlers today? Huh. Uh, thanks, fellas. I'll be listening. Um, it Well, it's supposed to be separate. Is it supposed, is it supposed to be complete? But, yes, it's still human behavior it is what it is. Uh that's something to think about and probably something that if if that's the case just just might get reported out in the next few weeks and months cuz i don't know how yeah that just yeah that would be interesting if that was like a if somebody has proof that there was like some kind of conversation or an email that's like all right XFL folded all the money's been dispersed back to Investors in whatever way the insurance payout was or will be, uh, we've got to make some make some cuts. But again, it was supposed to be different. Alpha, what was it? The thing Vince created, Alpha Sports, blah blah, whatever. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be separate from WWE. They made a big whole big fuss at the beginning at the formation of that Alpha group that this was different. Vince's, you know, different different ventures in his. <laughs> Later career, so uh, we'll 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 see. I'm I'm pretty sure if if there's anything to that, Jabron, I'm I'm pretty sure that'll come out one way or the other. All right, let's. Uh, all right, well, Craig and two one nine didn't want to say nothing, so okay, let's uh, let's get an early start on heading down south and going to Georgia and talking to Darrell. Uh, Darrell, what's going on? What up? What's going on, man? A little bit of this. Not a thing, man. Just at the end of um, my workout. Oh, okay. Listening to you guys, man. No, yeah, clanging and banging a little bit. Listening to you guys. Really can't clang and bang. Trying to um, stay away from this robbery that the state of Georgia is doing to these people who need their money, taking these people on stimulus checks. Wait, who's getting robbed? What? Um, these tax places that you see up in every neighbor, um, black neighborhood, Hispanic oh, yeah. neighborhood, yeah. they still lose people money. Um, twenty today reported today, twenty in one day. Yeah, they got away. They got away. Eat twenty check in Yeah, no, no, the 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 tax men themselves are stealing the money, and they yeah, talking about yeah, they don't know what like happened. They're trying to be pretending to be legit or whatever. I guess. Oh, and, yeah. I don't. I mean, every year, down now, and I IRS don't. They say they can't do nothing. I never understood how pop-up tax places were allowed. Like every year, you see them at tax time. Like, like, oh, no, oh, they're on this. And you see the, the Liberty Statue of Liberty guy the thing and. Like, how is this? I mean, I know it's a one-time-a-year kind of thing, but it always just seemed pretty 
skeevy. And again, yeah, very hundred thousand dollars a piece for each yeah. twenty places. A hundred thousand dollars a piece that they've been taking for Portland, Michigan. A hundred thousand in all twenty places. They talking about they don't uh, know where the money went to an account, and they don't know where it went. Yeah, and I already yeah, talked about they don't know if they can get it, and they don't know if they can do any, uh, anything about it. That sounds well. I don't know about that, but that sounds like bullshit. As far as like, they're not going to be able to get away with. Or they, they right now, they y'all. They, yeah. they got the police. Wait, wait, that money has, isn't, a, isn't an watch. account somewhere? Like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe take maybe the authorities have other, are looking at other things. But um, isn't this what we uh, have a? Uh, you know that kind of authority and law enforcement for to be watching. You can't transfer ten thousand dollars. I can't give you a loan of ten grand without reporting it to the fucking government. But but uh, a lot of payments coming in like this right here, Travis. A lot of payments coming in like this. Of checks and stealing twelve hundred dollars and twenty four hundred dollars from people at a time and putting it in an account and then and that's it and it's disappearing into the night like it's. Some Bonnie and Clyde fucking bank robbery shit. Like, yeah. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying it didn't happen. I, I very much believe. Oh yeah, that sounds. But I hope they, I hope they was professionals. What you know? Um, yeah, just, it's, it's gonna be hard because they got the audit. Because it's not just it's going into one account. It's going into different accounts, and it's small payments of like twenty five hundred here, thirty two hundred there. Forty-five hundred, you know what I'm saying? Because you know you get five hundred for your kids and certain stuff like that. So it's not big lump sum amounts. So that's harder to find. Harder to trace. They're getting hundreds of grand uh, per, you know, pop-up shop or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, That's not twenty-four hundred dollars here or five hundred dollars there. But anyway, I'm talking about things I don't know about. yeah, but to get into the wrestling, so I can go ahead and let y'all go since y'all might get off early. You know, I I hate to see what's going on with some of these people because you know, um, my whole thing being is forget. Okay, we bring up the conditions and then run it. Okay, forget. I we can bring it up and then once you mention it, we got to think about other stuff because you got to think people gonna start losing their jobs. I said with the Indies. Any people ain't going to be able to work probably for the next two years because the government talking about no more live events until mm-hmm. big stadium of large live events to 2022. Look, I have a lot of real and, out here, man. Damn. Yes. And, um, you know, I used to come on here talking with you guys and telling y'all how these people don't have the money that they be saying that they be having, like AEW contract, WWE contract, TNA, that um charity case. None of these people got this money that people be thinking that they have because the little money they do have is for contracts, paying for builders and stuff like that. The other money is borrowed money. Now you can't borrow that money, so you only have the money that you have on hand. So when these wrestling fans come out here saying, well, I definitely go to AEW and pick up these people, they don't have money like that to hire everybody or even hire any more people because you got to pay the people that they have on hand. And they got a, almost could be about fifteen million dollars to seventeen million dollars already in contracts to be paid for on hand already. They only had twenty million dollars out of their own forty million dollar contract because twenty one million of it went to um to production. And you probably got to think even more money going to production since they doing more produced super produced shows. So they cut in the money that they have on hand. And what billionaires do, just like our government. Soon they start losing money, they start holding out. Just like you got government trying to take away from the little PPP for, um, loan that's supposed to go to small business. You got big businesses who own a little small businesses applying for that to take that money, this, to hold up to give um, to stockholders. So these people getting fired is is crazy because some of these people might not work for the next two years, mm-hmm. even though they got a lump sum of money. And then when people coming out just saying, well, they should just shut down and they shouldn't do nothing, that's even more people who are going to get fired. And when you say that, what off, what type of other thing that you offering instead of just saying, shut down, shut down, but you ain't offering no other thing that's going to make people get paid or make people get jobs because you got places like Disney 
who ain't paid or Amazon who ain't paid taxes in 20 years and got billions of dollars of not paying taxes, laying off 100,000 people uh, in the beginning of the month and got another 100,000 set to um, release at the end of the month. And they just made billions of dollars. Disney paid $17 billion for all the movie stuff that everybody was craving about when they came out with the Disney uh, that Disney on streaming service. 60 million uh, subscribers on Disney+. Plus. And then they just uh, released 100,000 people. It's going to release another 100,000 next week. Wait, this is how, the government they, have a, they have 200,000 employees to fire? Yes. You got to think, what? just here alone. <laughs> Running deep. Wait, I, I don't like, there's not that many people working. Like, the Postal Service in America has, like, you know, half a million people. How does Disney That's have what a, they were. That's what they what? released. They said they released 100,000 people. They released 50,000 last week, and the week before last, they released another 50K. You mean fire? You're using wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, furloughed, um, furloughed or fired, however you want to say it. They say it furloughed. Uh, well, isn't that different from being fired, I guess, I should ask? Not really. You still not. You might get a little bit of money, but you're not going to get paid. But and don't they you might have a job, a job yeah. on the other side? Like, yeah, the idea that you're guaranteed to come back is, you know, yeah. rough. You think, I mean, that's yeah, just crazy. like WWE producers. The w, all the WWE yeah. producers got furloughed. They didn't get fired. They got furloughed. Okay, okay. See, that's and, what I uh, that with them, and with them postponing the headquarters, they was able to save $140 million cash flow. So they got cash flow flowing around that's incoming for that. But I think it don't come to the end of the month. But firing all those people and furloughing some of the people, they saved the $4 million. That's how much money they got on hand right now. But they got $140 million coming up for the next few months, $140 million each each month. Because that's how much it was going to cost each month to build the headquarters. What? They were going to build a, a $140 million headquarters? Yes, sir. That's how much they were paying to get it built. And they postponed the payment, so they got that cash flow coming in for, for the next three months. Uh-huh. Plus the four million dollars that's gonna be saved each month for firing all them people. Right. I don't understand. How does it? Why do you? I guess if time. Well, I guess two months ago times were great. They're getting all that bloody Saudi money, and they're like, "Hey, build a fucking new crib." So <laughs> bloody Saudi money that um. Our president just yesterday was thanking the Saudi prince and everybody for helping him out and giving him advice and stuff like that on live TV. That's giving that's giving that's giving money to the um, United States government because we're number one. Mm-hmm. That's why I be saying when people be saying all this crazy stuff, they don't be understanding. Like me, you, Cam, we all can understand because we come from this. There's the um, people who get hurt the mo- most, who've been put down the most. So we see this on a daily basis, but most people only see it when stuff like this happens. Then they want to holler, hoop and holler. But then when you bring up different stuff about people not hiring black people and stuff like that or minorities, they tell you, man, just set up and wait or just look. But then they want to scream to the high ceiling about this. And want stuff done right away when we've been getting affected like this for years, and other people been doing getting this stuff done to them for years. But hey, keep on with your ranting and raving, and, and not coming up with no results. And yes, I'm talking to certain people, but um, it's good to talk to you brothers, man. And I'm happy that y'all are safe and stuff. But I just wanted to go on a little rant about that. I know people kill me because I come on here and I was talking about this months before any of this happened, high money and stuff, and they be saying that I don't know what I'm talking about. But at best, as you can see, I just be keeping up. I did go to school for this and got a a master's degree in business administration with a concentration of management and entrepreneurship. So, but it is what it is. But um, y'all have a good reflect, though, man. I'm gonna go ahead and get finished clanking and banging. I'm gonna listen on. All right, man. Yeah. Came through with the educational flex. 
Just oh yeah, real quick, man. You know what a what a specialty in this and the mm-hmm. minor. In that. <laughs> just to let y'all know, <laughs> I just you know sometimes you got to do that. You know I understand. Like, who the fuck is this guy talking about? Oh, all right, well, okay. <laughs> Darrell gets, I'm sure, his fair share of grief. Uh, a lot of it's asked, uh, asked for, so so I, I can't I can't uh, <laughs> feel too bad for him. Um, but yeah, that uh, we might as well. Uh, I mean, that is that is the big story. Those are the big stories. Um, that Ron is still, you know, fucking up everybody. Patterns and routines and shit. So, uh, fuck, twenty twenty two, no lot. That's that's no way. That's you, a lot. you saw uh, J- Jared and Ivanka and, Vin- and Vince and Larry Kudlow and a couple other people are on the case to reopen America. So I don't think we're gonna. I think they're just. That's just. Ain't no. Ain't no way. We're gonna not have what um, a, a one and a half basketball seasons, two football. Like, no, that's not gonna. And the I world will fall apart. It would absolutely just people fist fights would skyrocket. Yeah, man. Like, <laughs> and to be, and, I mean, we, I think we have to talk in selfish terms because we're talking about how things adjust. Like, I went to. I might have went to like six. I think I tailgated every home game with the exception of one morning game this last season. I have not mm-hmm. done that since I started my undergrad. That was 2003. Mm-hmm. So, like, I can't imagine, uh, you know, August comes around, September comes around twice and not getting right. out there and, and, and doing my thing. Like, that's like, – and, and, again, not, not – to say like, oh my God, how dare they do this to me? But mentally, I just can't imagine like yeah. being in the house. You know, like it's it's that's a lot. Like some people are going to be just fine, but enough people are not going to be just fine. Where asking, pushing people to to you know, it's just you know, people people have a uh, you know, people have psyches, and uh, you can only push people so far before they. You know, I'm not saying things are going to just break down into riots and shit, but certainly, like, fights and road raids and kind of things would probably uh, tick up, and bum fights on the Internet all of a sudden would be a thing again. Like, uh, we're doing right. this because there ain't no other damn sports. <laughs> like, damn, this bum fight got 50,000 views. What the? <laughs> yeah, shit like that. So, um, yeah, we can't have two full entire years almost or whatever without uh, public gatherings and sports and concerts and and school. Like, fuck. Yeah. Talk about entertainment. I mean, I guess... Like, yeah, I, they're saying, I mean, they're saying with school, um, there are places, because again, like my, my college's classes are online through the summer, um, but there are already like big schools talking about no on-campus classes until January 2021. I can see it happening. I can see that happening. But if they're saying if this if it's like they put in a yeah no gathering kind of thing till 2022, that's going to be an issue. That's yeah. going to affect more than no oh, WWE and NFL and shit. For sure, that's that's ooh, it's a lot, man. That's it a is. Lot. All right, so I we're gonna we're gonna. And on that note, we'll be by, Rich and I will be by for a VIP for another hour or so of content. Um, I just want to get his thoughts on on uh, on this Black Wednesday and um, maybe a, an AEW or an NXT review in some form or fashion. Uh, but, yeah, for free folks, that's where the ride ends. Uh, VIP folks, click over. Like I said, Rich and I will be by. Um yeah, that that. Have any yeah? Before I go, do you have any last final any last thing 
they fall through the cracks things that because uh, I'm sure there's there's stories that we would have talked about, but yeah, um, but I think I really do think Dark Side of the Rain matter um, anymore, and uh, you know in today's story we're kind of the big things I wanted to touch on. Um, no, I I think that you know it's it's hard for everybody, um, not just us as people who consume this entertainment. Um, you know, sometimes the hard part is not having an intermediacy, but now the harder part is, you know, will you see certain people again in any capacity? Um, will this be the only the only releases or cuts that you see? Will everybody be able to stay safe? Like, it's a lot. Um, the business that we support and enjoy and talk about is a very volatile one outside of financial issues, and so... I just hope everybody stays safe, makes good decisions, um, and that we don't pretend like none of this happened, and that we, we carry that very seriously. Very well said. We'll get on y'all next week. That's Cam. I'm Trav. We out.